This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey, siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my God, just start the show. I noticed that you're very good at an Australian accent just a second ago too, though. Like, I feel like you could do like an Australian accent and maybe we should do like the whole podcast just like Australian. Like I, I, I often fall into an Australian accent when I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you're uncomfortable. No, 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 no. Not because of you guys. Because of the fucking, what's it called? Lawnmower outside. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So like, just so everyone knows, off. when we first started, there's just like the loudest lawn- lawnmower in her background wait so what's happening they're just is it no it's not your parents cutting the lawn no it's some other (laughs) guy (laughs) just some dude just coming in cutting the lawn and he's just so loud but it's but it's okay it makes it funny but remy is stressed about it yeah i have adhd like it's not (laughs) and i know how to edit audio and i don't want this to be like stressful for you because you know when you're like editing audio and like there's a corruption or something and like you start to get mad at the person whose audio it is <laughs> that's, even though they're not doing anything that is so funny that you're saying that that is she, so that is she so does true. this with with right? me as well because i'm not like so you guys like you have your own podcast stacy's mm-hmm. a singer performer so she's always had this like professional like booth like soundproof yeah. well, right. whatever me okay. i don't have that i have like the the stuff that I have for this podcast so she gets mad at me because my sound is more like what is the term Stacy like well no you're just sitting whatever? in the middle of your kitchen and your kids are screaming in the background and that so it's just not like, true <laughs> like so I'm like I'm like this is like just so you know this adds more time did you like, guys have fights about moving the mic Kayla my sister is not well versed in mic so yeah, I would yeah, be like yeah. Charlotte you cannot like move your arms around when you're trying to describe <laughs> something because then I have to fuck with your voice later. And then yes. as your sister who loves you, I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and I get mad at her because she goes, I think it sounds great. I'm like, yeah, because I worked on it for an Cause hour. Cause I worked my yeah. ass off. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Me and Charlotte need to get together and like friggin' gang up on call YouTube. her. Yeah. yeah call, call Charlotte. You, do it. Hey, wait, who's Charlotte? So Charlotte is your older or younger sister? She's my younger sister by three and a half years. Um, (gasps) That's the same same as us. Yes. It's the best. I'm the older. How old are you? I'm 31. She (gasps) is 28. Oh my God. Wait, but you got so excited, but that's not our ages, Stacey. I know, but like it's close. She's like, it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) We were at one point. Yeah. At one point it was. Yeah. (laughs) I'm little Benjamin Button. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be a lot older last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Remember that movie? Like, I feel like I need to revisit that movie because I've watched Same. it only once. That's only you the- only need to watch it once. Isn't that like true, five hours long or something? Like, isn't and it? And then like- just reference it for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like really good classic movies like that, you should watch like twice or three times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, I feel shocked. I was like, I've only watched that once because to me, that's oh. weird. Do you See, feel it that way or no? No, I let, like, okay, so that movie, I feel like that was like a one and done, like maybe revisit it. But I have a thing with certain comedies and 
I obviously love comedies. I'm a comedian, but ones that stress me out, I have to watch twice because the first <laughs> time I'm too stressed. And the second time I know that it ends okay. So I can just like enjoy the jokes and the journey. Wait, like, are you stressing which way that like you're stressed because like you're, you think it's so funny that you can't handle it or like that? No, like, I'm okay. like scared that like Ben Stiller is going to get like killed by these parents and these lockers. Oh. <laughs> And you watch it as a horror movie. You watch comedies as horrors and then revisit them as a comedy. Just like the ones that are like, like bridesmaids was like, you didn't know if these friends are going to be friends again. And (laughs) I was just so stressed and sad and like heartbroken the whole time. And then the second time I was like, okay, they end up friends. Like no one is like watching bridesmaids like that. That's not true. I I have a lot of other people with anxiety who felt the same way. The other day I did, I called somebody and no, I, I, I'm really into leaving like voice memos instead of texts. Like, same. I, know annoying. I love no, no, no. Like, same. Do you? Okay. okay because okay, then okay. it looks like the other person is just obsessed with you afterwards, you know, because like <laughs> it's all gray, no blue. You're like, I'm a fucking queen. Yeah. I love, I love leaving voicemails and I did like a voice and I was started talking like this and they're yeah. like, oh, they're like, what is that voice? Yeah. I know, but I think I was doing Maya Rudolph in uh, Big Mouth. Have you watched Big Mouth and oh, she's the yes. hormone monster? Oh my. Oh, baby. Yeah. Slap your mother and call her a bitch. Like I was, yeah. doing, <laughs> I was doing that voice, and I, but I didn't oh, even realize I was doing it. So she inspires a lot of voices. She does because she's always just like real. So she's so good. That's my awkward voice. Yours is yeah. Australian. Mine is like I don't know what we're doing. Like I just yeah. like, it's so uncomfortable. Okay, let's officially start the podcast, even though we already started it. Okay. Um, we like to know, actually, Kayla, like, give her, give her our thing that we always get guests to do. We basically just want, like, we want you to give us your bio. So just like an elevator pitch of who you are. Um, you know, you are the comedian that never had an orgasm. So you started a podcast, which is. Are you telling me my elevator pitch? <laughs> is that all you got? Just that? Okay. Hey, hey guys. Hey, uh, I'm Remy Casimir and I am a stand-up comedian. I also started a podcast called How Come because I had never had an orgasm at the ripe old age of 28 years old. And I was like, this is fucked up and I would like to fix it. And um, yeah, I started the podcast to learn how to do so. Um, the way the podcast was formatted, it was, I would bring my like friends on who had had an orgasm before. Everybody had to tell me about their first time, how it went down, where it went down, how old they were. And then they had to give me an assignment at the end of the episode of what they thought I could do to move my journey forward, AKA make me come. And I did, I did it. Um, I, I did it. <laughs> I did it. Um, Six episodes in, I blew my load, so to speak, and so to do. And um, yeah, I came real, real fast and real hard. And I started crying immediately. I was like, oh my God, does this mean I have to end the podcast? (laughs) It turns out, no, we are now in our fourth season and it has expanded beyond me. Um, First, it was like, okay, let's go into other people's sex lives and try to make them feel less weird and awkward about whatever they're going through. Like I was very ashamed of myself that I had never come. I thought it was like this huge secret until I came out and other people started raising their hands too. And we're like, me too. And so then I was like, okay, what other sexual problems can we tackle? And then we tackled a lot of sex stuff. And now we're going into like society and like why it took me such a long time. Like what are the layers that like would lead to somebody growing up in Manhattan, going to a liberal school, um, being a stand-up comedian, being a super sexual person their whole life and never coming. Like, what are the social implications of that? So I would love to know the answer. The patriarchy, bitch. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But did you like, so you were sexual during that time? Oh my God. I'm the horniest human in the entire world. I've been horny since I was a bit bae. I've always had my hands down there. I've always been like making sex eyes at guys and girls, like just like trying to fuck. Were you passing out orgasms to other people? Oh my God, my vagina is talented. And I have my fucking dicks, which is like, all they need is a hole sometimes. (laughs) And I was a very good hole. Um, And actually, I I like, this isn't a joke. I, I didn't understand the importance of the clitoris for such a long time, because when you learn about sex, it's really about intercourse, not about, you know, passion and enjoying sex and orgasms and stuff. 
So I was really focused on that P and V and being the whole and all of the stuff that I was sexually working on privately was mostly how do I make the whole bigger or how do I make it like so that the first time I have sex, the penis is comfortable. And you know what I mean? Like very centric on that, like insertion when it should have been like, yeah, girl, diddle your clit. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's funny because we've talked about this, Kayla, before is that there are there's only and I'm sure you would know Remy more than than I would. But like, Mm -hmm. isn't there only a very small percentage of females that can have an orgasm through like penetration? Intercourse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So vulva owners, there's only... 8 to 25% of vulva owners can come from strictly vaginal penetration alone. Yeah, I'm um, not one of them. Me neither. Me neither, and I, yeah. yeah. And I, I remember all my friends being able to and thinking that something was <laughs> that wrong. That you were broken and yeah. something was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason that is, though, is because of the anatomical sh- anatomical <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> sounds anatomical. good enough anatomical well now i think it's weird yeah anatomical. anatomical structure of the i'm like thinking like anemone like it needs like another nanana <laughs> anatomical but um no the anima anatomical structure of the clitoris is so that this makes this stat true and i didn't know about the structure until the podcast when my beloved little sister who was working at last week tonight with john oliver um i asked her can you do can you do the research for this podcast and um she did it and she found all of these stats and one of them was this structure which is the most interesting thing that we have probably learned to date which is like you just think of the clit as like that little bump on the outside right nope it goes like four inches back into your body. It's shaped like a little wishbone and it's surrounds. Yes. It surrounds the vaginal canal slash opening like a little cowboy with like two (laughs) little legs on either side. The, his little head like pokes out like a submarine (laughs) thing to the front. (laughs) Yeah. But you're only seeing when people explain things in like layman's terms. And that was perfect. Cause I'm like, I get it. I I can fully picture. Thank you. Um, you're going to look it up and be like, nope, I was wrong. No, I don't care. I'm never looking it up. <laughs> no, but you, everybody should go okay. Google um, internal structure of the clitoris. And so what's so cool about this is those little legs, they're around the vaginal opening and some vulva owners, their legs sit really close to it so that when the penis enters the vaginal oh. opening, it is rubbing the clit through the side, through the skin. Do you understand? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. And so their legs are like that. Now, others who sit legs a little further, if you stimulate the head, then their legs get engorged and they fill up a little with more blood. And so then those legs are tighter to it. And that's why with stimulation from the outside, then those people can have internal ones as well. And then there are people who it it will never it right. will never the legs um, never close the legs will never close yeah <laughs> she's a slut no um the legs stay open to married men yes. Yes. And, <laughs> for the housewives fans yeah but that doesn't mean that the clitoris is broken it just means do it from the outside exactly you know yeah yeah, um, yeah 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 so then why so did you not have an orgasm for for so long i guess i'm saying so long until it, 28 it, years is a long time i guess so I, I didn't know if that was like a bad thing to say for so long because maybe it, it is not a bad thing to say i mean I, I i trip myself up on this too because anybody who is older than this like don't don't think it it's oh my god you're broken it's too long yeah gone or whatever like, yeah it's never too late we literally had a woman who's 50 years old came on my podcast had her first orgasm because of the toy that she used that she'd gotten a recommendation from me. Oh, yes. wow. Yes. Yes. So uh, never too late. But yeah. I, as a very sexual person, was very pent up and yeah. very angry and needed this release because like scientifically like, people would be like, eh, you don't need a female orgasm because it doesn't make a baby. Well, I'm not having any babies, but I'm having a lot of orgasms because they're healthy. They're yeah. good for you. Yeah. They stress relief. So what was the thing that, that you that you think was the reason that you hadn't had one until you were 28? Well, I know what it is. It's I have a, a very specific toy that works for me. So it was legit a physical thing. It wasn't a mental thing. I did have some mental blocks. I, I had a lot of um, intrusive thoughts. Uh, I don't know if you guys have gone into this, but I would have thoughts pop into my head, you know, that were like disgusting to me, but I would think, oh my God, maybe this is why I haven't done it. Like maybe I have some like horrible, like urge 
to do something like, ter- you know, like maybe I'm fucked up and that's why I haven't done it, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. cause I need to like fuck a sheep or something like, you know, like something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and- so it wasn't like you were scared. Cause what I'm wondering is like, were you scared of it? Were you tr- like, were you uh, concentrating too much on giving other people orgasms? Were you like, do you know what I mean? Oh, was it everything yeah. combined? The mentality was crazy. Cause at first I really, for a long time, didn't think that female orgasms existed. Oh, seriously. I, I, okay. Yeah. At first I thought they were a myth. Um, and then I thought since like seeing so much like media and a lot of penis, vagina penetration, instant coming, I was like, oh, it does exist, but just for a very select group right, of women. Right. Like, cause I was like, I have sex and that doesn't, I don't, doesn't feel like that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was like, okay, you either just don't do it or you're like really lucky and you do it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't try to do it for a very long time. And again, I was working on my whole, just trying to be like good at sex for other people. Right. Okay. Because also the patriarchy told me that like, I wasn't worth anything unless I was in a relationship and somebody else wanted to marry me someday. <laughs> um, but uh, I then, when I realized I, I began talking to other stand up comedians and friends who were like talking about coming on stage and stuff, like I would talk to them and be like, Hey, are you really doing this? Like, how? Is this and real they would all yeah. Yeah, like I literally went up to Esther Steinberg and I was like, hey, that joke about the five orgasms, that was so funny. And she was like, that wasn't the joke, part of the joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. So once I started realizing that other people were doing it, then I started getting in my head about it being like, oh, maybe I'm just one of those people who can't. Maybe I'm broken. Maybe I'm fucked up. You know, all those thoughts. And so that actually was one of my assignments that I had to do was going to not only my gynecologist to make sure my body wasn't fucked. Then I went to my therapist too. And I was like, Hey, here's all the fucked up thoughts I've had. And she was like, you're fine. And so that really helped me. But then also this toy, which I will show you. Yes. Okay. 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 okay, okay. And is this your first experience toy or was this after? This is not my first experience toy. My first experience toy is a toy that is a bit too expensive um, for me to keep recommending to people who are already struggling so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an air pulse toy. So like air technology as opposed to vibration. And okay. it's so funny because I remember learning about blowjobs in health class and going and, and learning about the clit a little bit and that they, they said, oh, they've got the same embryonic tissue. And I, I remember thinking in like fucking fourth grade or fifth grade or whenever, maybe seventh grade, Oh, how great would it be if girls could get a tiny blowjob just from like a tiny mouth on their clit? Like that would be yeah. awesome, you know, or like a tiny hand job or something, but they're, you know, I'm like not going to put caps on my tweezers. That sounds dangerous. Um, <laughs> little mini hands on the tweezers. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, it would be so cool if there was like a little, little man with a tiny mouth. And, <laughs> with a tiny mouth. With a tiny little mouth. And um, I, they didn't exist. But when I started how come? And I came out as anorgasmic. Uh, I had a bunch of other friends who had podcasters who were like, you need to do my podcast. Like, this is so crazy. The good, the dad and the ugly with Casey Salango, Will Winner and Patrick Schroeder, three guys who only exclusively interview women or AFAB people. And I went on theirs after doing five assignments on how come, and they go, Hey, have you ever heard of this toy? It's an air pulse toy. Rachel Sennett used it. She, she's another great comedian. She had never had an orgasm and it worked for her. So I got my first orgasm from a bunch of guys, unfortunately. Oh my God. Recommending the toy. <laughs> a bunch of allies who we love, who like, thank God for them. Yeah. You know, like I, I call Rachel my big, big, like in a sorority, because like, if yeah. not for her, then it wouldn't have happened for me. Yeah. And yeah, the first toy was a little too expensive. The one I currently have um, that I really like is the air pulse arouser from plus one. This is it. Oh, oh, okay. It looks like a vagina. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So it blows air out? It sucks air in. Oh. So, yeah, but it's so good. Oh. You guys are going to hear it once you get, like, maximum sound. I'm getting horny, like, right now. <laughs> um, I got to toss it away. <laughs> okay, so wait, it's, it. sucking, it's sucking the air in. It so it's sucks va- it's like your a vacuum. clit. It's like a little vacuum, but not as intense as that. It's like literally like the, anything you anything I ever wanted, it is. It's the and invention that you thought of in grade seven. Exactly. Yeah. And there yeah. are other ones. There's a satisfier, promo code, how come? Uh, <laughs> there is the girl's best friend from Sweet Vibrations, promo code, how come? And all of these are way more affordable. This one I love to hawk because you can get it on Amazon. So you can get around if you live in a country where sex toys are illegal, which apparently there's a lot of those. What? 
Yeah, oh, patriarchy. A lot of places. Woo-hoo. Oh my god! I know, I know. Um, but it can get around that, and um, they're also in Walmart, which I love to see the growth of a company like Walmart wow. catering to um, AFAB sex toys. Yeah, and so. Can you tell us the first time you ever had an orgasm? See, I think mine was when I was yeah. like, little or whatever. So I can't, like, I can remember you it kind remember. of. I, I was doing it mm-hmm. wrong, like, whatever. Oh, I remember you, it exactly. You'll remember, though, like, 28. Oh, yeah. So what was it like? It was the best time of my life. <laughs> I um, I had ordered the toy. It arrived. The day I was supposed to record episode five, um, and I didn't want to, like, blow my load. Like I, I didn't want to like go in. I like, I tried it for like a second before the guests arrived and, <laughs> and like, I was like, Oh no, I better not do this because I'm going to come before this episode. Like I knew instantly you because tell. you could tell it was going to Yeah. Work. And it had just been vetted by these guys who were like, Oh, this other person had never come and then used this once and it worked. I was like, Oh my God, this is the thing. And yeah. I invented it. This is, the th- I know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it's going to be the thing. And I felt it immediately. Like one second on, I was like, Oh, you better stop. And so I did. And then I recorded the podcast with them. And immediately after I was like, slammed the door. Like, Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and, um, and at the time I didn't mention this. I started this whole podcast while living out of my grandmother's house. Okay, so she was at grandma's house. <laughs> so, I, so I'm in grandma's house and I've just finished this recording and I was like, okay, now I really want to jack off, but I don't want nanny to see me. Do you call or... her nanny? We call ours, mm-hmm. our, our grandma nanny. Oh my God. She's like yeah. famous on our podcast. Nanny is famous Wait, on our podcast. My nanny is famous too. Is your nanny still around? Yes. Yes. Oh. That's awesome. Is my your... nanny passed away. Oh, but I'm sorry. It's okay um, because she gave she gave me so much like love and the space for this podcast. Like you don't think of this being a thing that an 88 year old woman allows to <laughs> yeah. in her house. Like <laughs> fucking porn stars walking through the door all the time. And oh, I feel love it. That sounds like our nanny. That's Every like what nanny she is the best. And it's so funny because we always have to say, oh, our grandma, but we know her as nanny. So it's nanny. weird when we say our grandma, but yeah, yeah na- oh, a- any nanny is epic. Like always, yeah. always, always, always. Sorry. Seriously. So anyway, so we're at nanny's house. <laughs> so we're at nanny's house. The guests have left. Um, and I'm like, oh my God nanny like is she here and I like look in her room she's not there I was like oh my god it's amazing it's time yeah um I go back into my room I put a towel down because I've heard at this point that there's a lot of squirters in the world yeah and there's a lot of squirters in my family okay um because we, I'd never talked about this with my family, but the second the podcast came out, everyone was like, hey, I squirt. And hey, this is how I do it. I'm like, oh my God, auntie, like stop. But, um, but so I was like, okay, I probably squirt. Let me put this down. And I was like, it's going to happen. But then I hear the door open. Hello. And I'm oh, no. like, Nan. Nanny. So I, like, I like run out and I'm like, Nan, I'm so sorry. I need you to get in your room. You and Floor, who was her help. I was like, can you guys just get in your room for like, 30 minutes like and close the door or whatever and she'd already been accustomed to this because I used to do that for recordings like I just need oh, okay okay can't yeah. have you here for loudness or time or whatever yeah. it was yeah 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 yeah. and so that of course we'll see you in a second we'll turn <laughs> yes. on family feud New York. Um, yeah <laughs> of course so then I close her door close my door I blast Rihanna anti great album for being horny yeah, yeah. music and- does it music does it <laughs> And also, I'm like, in case I scream, I want this to be drowned out by. Yeah, you were just like prepped for everything. I know. I think that's that's the funniest part of it all. It's like I might squirt, I might scream, I might do all these things. Like (laughs) it's Virgo energy preparation to the max. Yeah, yes, (laughs) and prepare. But so yeah, I I lay down on the bed. I put the thing on. Within 15 seconds, I was like squirting a little bit and I was like oh bitch I better take this to the bathroom um it's like this is crazy but I'd also not felt the feeling of oh that's it you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, right. so I was like you keep going and so I ran into the bathroom and I put my hands down on um like the sink and I looked at myself in the mirror and I had my other hand on the thing looking at me and I was like you don't quit you don't quit you keep going <laughs> Like, you know, that wasn't it yet. You keep going. And I kept turning it higher and higher and then different speeds and like moving it around or whatever. And then like 
with like less than a minute. I was, my legs were shaking. I had to get on the floor. I kept going on the floor. And then I had that overwhelming, <gasps> yeah, like six times, I think, and was squirting so much. And then oh like my I told God, you, you did squirt cried. Yes, I did. And then you cried. See, yeah. this to me is all of this is mind blowing. So, okay. This is also funny because Kayla, you mm-hmm. and I, we talk about everything but for some reason we always get like immature when it comes to like sex stuff like sisterly like we're like oh whatever interesting so yeah i know it's it is weird i guess in our older age we don't really do that i anymore. mean charlotte charlotte and i didn't talk about coming either which is why it was so bizarre because the first conversation we had about it was after i'd asked these other comics and they were like yeah. giving me advice and stuff i went to her and i was like can you come yeah, but like, I did haven't. you talk to her about a bunch of stuff before? Like, what? Like, were you we guys talked very about close? having sex with guys? Like, yeah, that's what. Talk, yeah, that's the same as Stacey like, and I. But like, yeah. anything too in detail? Like, I, I yeah. would never ask Stacey about, about coming. Like, yeah, right. we, we always get yeah. like we always get awkward. But what I'm gonna say right now, and sorry, our dad listens to the podcast too. Sorry, but, sorry. Oh my god, see, so, so Canadian of us, right? Sorry, <laughs> so Canadian, so sorry. But um, I was gonna say like all of that is mind blowing to me how that happened because like I would never be able to do it that way like moving all around and like being <laughs> here and there and everywhere like I have like to you have to be, be specific very like- concentrated in one position not moving mm. like do not bother me like it has to I be mean I so would focused. not recommend anybody do it this I would never do it this way <laughs> now <laughs> now okay you know I think I think that was just like the first time like yeah like, I would, that would never be so stand coming anymore yeah, yeah. that sounds crazy <laughs> like think about that you started you started like squirting a bit you're running to the bathroom you're on your knee like this is the craziest first experience ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't know but then does that okay so now i don't know this does do you every single time you come squirt Mm -hmm. no because not every time i can stop it sometimes and i do because i don't really love the cleanup sometimes yeah unless i have like a puppy pad or like I bought this thing called a companion, which is what we call our listeners too. But it's like a little towel that you can put under your butt. There's also uh, a great sheet called the Liberator for anybody who sports a ton. It's like a top sheet. Um, but if I don't have that, yeah, I'll stop myself sometimes. Okay, so okay. I heard that when somebody squirts, it is actually liquid that comes from your urethra. Kayla, we talked about this yesterday because mm-hmm. Kayla said a confession and like a while ago she didn't know that we had two different holes one to pee from whatever so so sweetheart when i yeah and she was very embarrassed and she should <laughs> and i've be. had so, two anyway. children and like it's <laughs> she's oh something i 100 percent should have known yeah yeah she should have known and we're very open in our family and educated and for some reason <laughs> kayla okay it wasn't like i didn't know now it was like a while ago it was two but years like, ago okay wait, had you had you come before you had children yes Okay, good. Because sometimes I'll hear stories like that, like women who have children and never had an orgasm. I'm like, what? Your life sucks. I mean, oh, 100%. No. But I'll fix uh, yes. you. I'll fix you. I'll fix you. Yeah. No, it, we uh, we both, I guess, ha- had like in our like early years. Like I think I was on. like, my yeah, like early teens. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But this is what I heard and I might be wrong. But is when you squirt, mm-hmm. is it, it's not um, cum, it's liquid some call it urine from your mm. urethra. It's I mean, coming. It's, it's from, coming out of that hole, right? It's not coming out from the bottom one. It's coming out from the top one, right? Yeah. Like if it feels good, who cares? It, yeah, who um, cares? Mm. Is that does that feel different? And Kayla, does that bug you that we don't know? You well, you're saying that I do know. <gasps> <laughs> what? Like, sorry, Wally. You're, I pop a dog. Yeah, Wally. Just Stop. interrupted. A he's mind just congratulating you. Okay, so wait, he's just being like, "Mama, congrats! You yeah, work now." Wait, I didn't know this, Kayla. Stacy, you probably can too because of no. Genetics. Well, maybe, but I've just not like I haven't tried. Get one of these toys. The toy. You didn't know about them? Yeah. So many people have so many different stories and and how they do things and I just feel so like slighted that the only narrative we got was like penis vagina and that's that's why though the statistics for gay sex and orgasms are so much higher because there was no narrative for gay sex in the media so people just had to figure out what was 
good for them. But yeah. see, here's my problem is now I'm panicking because I'm like, mm-hmm. am I missing out on something that I didn't realize? This is the thing. Okay, no, I don't so, think so what about those people that are having orgasms that are like, yeah, this is great. But what they don't know is that it's not even the right one. They, who who knows? You two right are squirting one? all over the, se- the streets and I'm like sitting here all like thinking, you know what are I mean? Are you still feeling good? Are you still enjoying yes. your cums? Yes. Like you're not missing out on anything. But if you if you do have a sex goal that you want to accomplish – Fucking try it out. Listen to how squirt. squirt. We squirt, have a whole squirt, episode squirt, on squirt. it. <laughs> no, legit. We have an entire episode okay. because people do come to me asking about squirting because it happened my first time. So they're like, wait, we want to do this too. Yeah. And um, I just didn't know it was like a common thing. Yeah. Squirting is like, like a, I think, connected to, for me when I was younger, like porn stars. For a long time, you didn't really talk about it because you didn't want that negative stigma yeah. attached yeah. to your sex life. Yeah. I, did, I didn't even want to yell in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember, like, when I was talking to my friend in, like, eighth grade, I would be like, can you imagine if you were fucking and the person's orgasm sounded like, ah! But, and I was joking, but I yeah. also was, like, terrified of that. Yeah, you're like, does it? Yeah, exactly. I So, so it does. did you, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what mine sounds like. Um, yeah. Did you have boyfriends, like, or girlfriends growing up, like, long term? Or was mm-hmm. it, was it, like, short relationships? Um, I didn't really value myself for a very long time. And so I would have these long um, people fucking me in secret relationships, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, never really respecting me. Um, I always, again, like what I thought the goal was to get a guy, the guys, they're so important and we get them and whatever. And so I would just really put myself beneath them and do whatever they wanted and let myself be treated like shit publicly, but also like in the bedroom, they were not taking me into account at all. And I didn't expect that because all I was just so happy that they were there with me. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say too. That's probably a huge reason as well, because sometime, not all, but when you're in a relationship, that is just as important for the guy to give you an orgasm as it is for you to give them one. Right. So the fact that you're having casual sex, like exactly. Yeah. People used to be like, oh, you need to have be in a relationship to have good sex. But no, you need to be with somebody who respects that your orgasm yeah. is important as well. Yeah, there are yeah. a ton of people having amazing casual sex that are like very thoughtful about each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so the true. fact that you you didn't necessarily have that and you just had these guys that were just there for hookups and you were focusing on them. I was a whole. You were yeah, that okay, I hate that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm thinking about this now. I don't think I've ever been given an orgasm from somebody that's not in a relationship with me. Any Neither like I. anytime mm-hmm. I had sex with somebody, it was I didn't. So that's what a crazy. Shame. I know. I know. Yeah. And I just accepted yeah. it and moved on. And it's something we don't talk about as weird either. Like you never ask the guy the next day, assuming that this is a heterosexual relationship. You never ask that, oh, did you come? You know, yeah, because it's assumed. You just know what happens. Yeah. yeah. Like how the the question, how many times did you have sex? used to just be like, how many times did he come? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And like Molly Brenner, who's an amazing comedian who I had on the podcast, she she also came really late in life, had this um, one-woman show called Molly Brenner's Not Coming. And she has a metaphor that is so fantastic. I always use, and it's like two people go to a restaurant because they're hungry. Only one person eats. And then that person goes, okay, we're done. Yeah, yeah the so other person's real. still hungry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't come to watch you eat, bitch. Yeah, I wonder. Like, I, I came to watch you eat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder where that all started. It's it's so true. Like now that Stacy, you just said that. Like it is a hundred percent true. Unless I was in like a a long term relationship, that never mm-hmm. happened, and I would just be like. But it wasn't something that I was like, oh, like it sucks that that I just that's what it was. And like, sometimes okay, I would they, not want it to happen. I was too uncomfortable. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that shows you about like mm-hmm. society. Why was I uncomfortable for this person that like I knew, but I wasn't dating. And then I was like, oh, I'd just rather not do it. I'd rather not was a lot of my mentality growing oh up was God. I'd rather not. You know, I'd rather not have them have something they can tell other people about me and then make me again devalued as a woman. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who are amazing people. They've also been um, let down by this narrative too. You know, some people would love to be amazing lovers, but they were never taught. Yeah. Um, And I've had a lot of people who have been like, yeah, the guy didn't give me an orgasm. And I'm like, okay, well don't shut him down completely. Maybe tell him, Hey, next time we have sex, 
could you give me an orgasm? I would really yeah. like it. He might not even know that you can do that. You know, exactly. and then and then direct him. Yeah. And give him another shot. But because it, you know. I do like I don't want to say bl- I do blame myself for some of the situations of me being like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. And it's because me I was too. insecure yeah. about my body. It's because I was insecure oh, yeah. about just like, oh, I don't feel like because con- I don't feel like concentrating so hard. And what if uh-huh. it and I always feel bad about time. Oh, if it takes. Oh, too my long. God. Yes. So I'd rather yeah. just not do it. So totally. it wasn't always some some, you know, I've had great like boyfriends and they've always been very willing but it is a lot of my own mental game that I kind of have to overcome to to Mm -hmm. be comfortable in the bedroom oh my god I'm still working on it especially with like I I grew up hearing all these jokes about how ugly pussies are how much they smell or whatever how little guys like going down on women and I every time somebody would go down on me I would pop I pat their head like almost immediately because I felt so bad for them that they're looking at this ugly, smelly, horrible thing that yeah, I'm yeah, subjecting yeah, yeah, them yeah. to, you know? And so I'm like, I don't want them to do that. So here, just come up here. Let me fuck you. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It's, and then so, I don't yes. have to go through that awkwardness of my yeah. insecurities. Yeah. It's yeah. so, oh, it's so, so weird and trippy. Like when you think about how many layers, like mm-hmm. layers upon layers upon layers of like why things happen, why things don't happen. Like, don't you mm-hmm. just wish we could all be just so just like carefree and just like, I don't even care. And transparent know? and just, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I hope and I think that we are moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. Like, I do see like a lot of Gen Z growing up knowing how to masturbate and trying to do that first before they engage in sex with somebody else, which is awesome. Yeah. Like really, number one, get to know your body first. Figure yourself out because then the onus is on you too to tell them this is what I like. Yeah. Um, and you can help each other. And like, yeah, like that's the thing too. I like when I keep thinking dad listening, but it's fine. Whatever. I like we'll, we'll when just call it, tell, we'll call it sorry, dad. <laughs> sorry, dad. Yeah. Also, the dad, dad should want you to have a good sex life. He does. He and does. Thing, it's our, my dad being, is a, my dad is a counselor. My dad is a therapist. Like he's like, your dad he, loves this episode. He, <laughs> no, but the thing is with my family is we talk about everything, but he still acknowledges like, I'm your dad. So like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I understand totally. why it's like, sometimes, but, but, yeah. he, but he, he might see it from the counselor way, the way my parents, see it from the medical way because my dad's a doctor my mom's a nurse and so we just talk about it in like like he'll think about it in the way of like oh my god you're like helping people like that's what we're doing right now we're helping people yeah dad we're helping people okay sorry go ahead Kayla tell me about what you like no I I was gonna say it's it's interesting too (laughs) I like when guys say like give me a blowjob or something so like why are we so scared Mm. to say that to them like why Mm, like maybe they just need that push just like sometimes I find it a turn on when they do that. So they would probably be turned on if we said it. Oh, right? yeah. Like, totally. For sure, Kayla, if I said that. But there's times where I'm like, no, I'm sorry. It's taking too long. I'm sorry. You know what? Let's just yeah. like, We should just go for a mm-hmm. walk with the dog. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? So like, I, it's just me. It's me. And yeah, it's very interesting. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. Do you have any like crazy sex stories like anything that you're like oh my god this was like the worst freaking night of my life or this was like the best night of my life like just anything that sticks out I'm gonna give you a summary for the worst and a summary for the best yes yes love that so the worst are two times I have been called mechanical in bed by men um yes because I I had set out to have a one night stand one of the times. And then the second time I was trying to get over my ex. So I I had sex to have it or whatever. And both of the men, well, one called me mechanical. And then one leaned on his little arm and said, Remy, why were you so willing to give yourself to me? (gasps) I hate it. What was your response? Stupid accent. Like (laughs) he had the accent. I know it. I'm not sure if I said nothing or if I said I was trying to have a one night stand. Yeah. Um, I really don't remember my headspace, but I think I was a pretty not speak up person. So yeah. I probably just let it go. Which is yeah. interesting because I would never, ever um, think that of you. Like, yeah. like just by analyzing you and your personality right now, I would think that you... Uh, like I now would like lay right into it. Yeah, yeah. You'd this like is post come Remy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Free come Remy was different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Free come Remy was so scared of the world and like. Yeah, 
Isn't that so yeah. interesting that he took he 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 took a situation and made it all about him. He said, mm. "You did something for me, and why did you do that for me?" Like it's not all about him. It's not- or also like, why are your morals so loose? Yeah, like, and I yeah. was just like, I'm like, wait, you just had sex with me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why did you give yourself to me, Jacob? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say I would yeah, right back at him with a stupid British accent. Why did you give yourself to me, Jacob? Why were like- you so willing to give yourself to me, Jacob? Do you yeah. have any problems? <laughs> Because no one ever loved you. No one loved you. Yeah. you just want to get your dick wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one said you're mechanical? Yeah, he called me mechanical. Also, after asking me to take a shower before we had sex, which I think was on some Catholic guilt or something. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Because I've watched that Sex and the City episode. Or he just thought I smelled. In which case, don't have sex with me. Like, I, Yeah. I <laughs> He's like, take a shower. No, and- but he didn't make me use soap. I think it literally was a, a religion thing. Um, oh, crazy. Which no shade to him, but don't make me do that. That made me feel really uncomfortable and calling me mechanical afterwards. They made me feel really Yeah, like, guess what? You're, bad he's about the myself. mechanical one saying, you need to shower with the water. Yeah. Yeah. Here are the steps. Yeah. <laughs> Strip your clothes. Get under the water. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, and what was your best? Uh, my boyfriend just having like the most like animalistic like Ben like growls when he has sex like he would be like (laughs) intense like visceral like in the cab on the way to my house like we were like just like making out he's like oh I fucking like you so much and I was like oh that's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) just changing positions and having the best time and then like he put on my nightgown which is something that I was like (gasps) like I love a man in woman's clothing and like yes we fucked in my nightgown too like it was like the just like wild so primal and so many things that I'd always wanted to do him included that is epic oh what a blast so how long have you been been with him uh, six years fucking, five years dating. Nice. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's, That's long. That's like a really long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. So you, so then you guys were together for five mm-hmm. years and would you guys try, would he try really hard to like make you come and stuff and it just wasn't happening or? So we were only together for one year-ish, maybe a little less um, before I started the podcast. Okay. Um, I had never revealed to him when we were just hooking up that oh, I had never okay. come. I, I didn't want to tell somebody yeah. that I was broken, especially somebody that I was trying so hard for a yeah. year to make like me. Yeah. Um, huh, exhausting. <laughs> and I already wanted to start a podcast because okay. when you start a podcast, you get booked more as a stand-up. Um, yeah. And I had been thinking, oh, I'll do a death podcast because everybody dies. That's relatable. <laughs> and... <laughs> He was like, maybe not that, um, but the next time a thing strikes you, let me know. And then I had that night where I ran into Esther and she was like, oh my God, dude, you need to come. Like, I'll fucking lend you this guy who goes down on me. He's amazing. Um, and I was like, no, I have been, but maybe this is the idea. And I told him about it and he was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like we need to work on this, you know? And so yeah. he always really did try so hard, but it would, it would get sad for both of us because I hadn't done it myself yet. Right. So it was really hard to like not keep blaming him. Yeah. You know, when yeah. and I didn't want to put that much pressure on him because like it's I always say it's literally like handing somebody a nine-sided Rubik's Cube and being like, hey, figure this out. No one else <laughs> yeah, has. Yeah. Um, also you're naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're vulnerable. You fix me, please. Now you're vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, fix me. And my trauma. Oh my God. So is he comfortable? Well, obviously, because you came up with this idea and he's like, yeah, let, like we got to figure this out. But does he, is he comfortable with you like openly talking about your sex life with him and mm-hmm. all this stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one awesome. who's less, less comfy. Oh, really? Yeah. I still have trouble like asking for what I want. I'm getting yeah. a lot better at it. Yeah. Um, but asking for what I want in the moment. So I'll usually do it like at lunch or something or like yeah. a totally like non-sexual time when I'm just like, Hey, like I said to that other girl, Hey, next time we cut, we have sex. Could you maybe go down on me for like 15 minutes and like set a timer? <gasps> like it just like, so, that's so funny. Cause you're so organized. Like you're like the mm-hmm. once again, setting schedules. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, I'm asking what I want. And we're also going to set a timer. Like, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Have you had an experience with a female as well? Have you received like an orgasm now from a, from a female? 
No. So I, I did have a little tryst with a girl when I was like six. That was like, I think my most real relationship was this girl I was friends with. We would go, I'd have a sleepover at her house every Saturday. And then we would go try out churches with her parents on Sundays. Nice. Um, Iconic. (laughs) And her and I would scissor at those sleepovers. And yeah. Um, At six? Yeah. I I do think this is a reason for my sexual gap as well, because I felt like such a fucking pervert for that. And I always wondered if I was like assaulting her, which like, no, we were like, you were dating. We were like dating. Yeah. So um, how did you even like, so at six, you just like ch- just tried and it just felt good. Oh, I would, we would just pull up our nightgowns, pull down our underpants and then not badge to badge, but knee to badge for both of us and like wiggle around. And then her mom would come in and we would like jump <gasps> opposite sides of the bed. Oh my God. This is mind blowing to me. One that you knew it was sexual at six o'clock at six o'clock at mm, six years at six old o'clock. at six o'clock. You, you mm. knew it was sexual as a six year old because Kayla, you have a five year old who is like would never understand that. I don't never. think. And also the fact that you felt um, like bad about it or that you did. Mm-hmm. I feel like at that age, you're incapable of thinking or feeling those ways like you had uh, I'm an old soul. Yeah, like, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, would have that yeah. much like pressure in your own mind as a six year old. Like, what mm-hmm. happened when you were seven? Like, that's yeah. crazy. Like, <laughs> I, can you, you guys like, don't understand how pent up and sad I was for these past years? That's so oh uh, interesting. Actually, yeah. like, Kayla, yeah. think of your kids. Like, Kayla has a seven year old or eight. No, eight, wait, how, eight, eight and five. Oh Sorry. Monroe is eight. Mm-hmm. He has no concept of feeling like remorseful or bad for somebody or like whatever. Like that is insane. Like he could, he could be a serial Ooh, killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah. but I, yeah, like I don't, I think that he doesn't have a clue. Well, I was also the worried about the reflection on me because I had heard that people don't necessarily love gay people and that life is harder for gay people. Like I just got that inclination. I didn't, ha- I didn't see any other women couples raising children, you know, I didn't yeah. think that was the norm. So I was very embarrassed. She was six. Yeah. And Six. I truly, <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Wendy, who was on our podcast first, had her first orgasm at like five. So, it's so not, do I need yeah, to like prep yeah. myself that this is going to happen soon with my kids? I would, I would let your children know that there is a feeling that might happen down below at some point, and that is a feeling that is totally okay. But for right now, that's a feeling for just yeah. you. Um, oh, and then when you're older and you can have more conversations. Um, come talk to me and when maybe we can talk about that feeling and other people. Yeah, like see to me, I've just been like waiting and I'm gonna be super open and tell them like I'm not right. but I've just I haven't really brought it up because to me they're too like young and dumb. They don't have a clue what's going on. You know what I mean? I wanna write a children's book, but I know that it'll get me like canceled. But I also like I what? think that's I mean, amazing. Can- canceled by the wrong people. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? no, I yeah. think that's amazing Who cares because about that? people, especially people like me, like we grew up in a house with girls, minus our dad. Like we grew it was all girls. Mm-hmm. And so I have these two boys now. But your dad has a really high EQ. So it's like, yeah. yeah so <laughs> but my, yeah. my boys, I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't, I don't know when the right time. So if you had like a book that just like provided, like I could just read to them, that would be the best thing mm-hmm. of all time. Like, I want you to do yeah, that. I'll try. Um, also too, I saw in your profile that you have a, like you were on an episode on Explained on Netflix. Oh yes. That is so cool. Yeah, so Explained is this amazing docu-series, if you guys haven't seen it, where every week or they or every episode, they go into something in our world that is very common, that everybody has heard about many, many times, but really needs to be explained because nobody actually understands yeah. it. So they've got episodes on the stock market. Okay. You know, uh, they've got monogamy. They have so many different things. And one of the episodes was the female orgasm, Explained. Perfect. you. That's amazing. Face Addiction is a company that you have all heard us talk about. They are one of our sponsors. And we wanted to re-record our ad, actually, because we are obsessed with this company. And we just want to let you know actually how good it is. Because I know sometimes in ads, you're listening to it and you're like, but do these people actually use the product? We actually use the product. And like, Kayla, tell them about how you just even love it as like a decoration. Yeah, in my bathroom, I have it on display because it's just so beautiful. They're like these glass bottles and they they just make me look fancy, you know? Yeah, they're fancy. My favorite thing about these products, so the specific ones that she gave me because I told her I have dry skin, my face would be peeling. I just have the driest skin. And since I've been using these products, I 
like I don't even think about it anymore. It's insane and it's only been two months that we've been using it. We really, really appreciate this company and we appreciate like everything that they stand for and we truly, truly love these products. So you can go to faceaddiction.ca and you can use the code SIBLINGS for 15% off. It is worth it. It is awesome. We love Face Addiction. So get it. You know what's something interesting about you that I'm like thinking about myself too is that I think that it, it probably is hard being this voice where mm-hmm. it's like you're confident and you're talking about not having an orgasm and you're like this is the I'm educating you whatever and people need to remember sometimes just because you're like this now doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're just this flipped completely different person like we still have insecurities and so like the reason I'm thinking about my myself in this situation is like I talk about body positivity and being like a curvy person but it's Mm -hmm. like not like it still work yes can you tell everybody where if they want to find you and your journey and they're jealous because you're our friend now and not theirs how can Mm -hmm. they be your friend where can they find you tell us all the deets you guys come find me (laughs) at um Remy Casimir on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, if you're still on that shit, TikTok. I love TikTok. Um, and my likes are open if you like to follow other people's likes. Um, and then, yeah, the podcast is How Come Podcast on all those same platforms. And it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And But it's spelled how C-U-M. Yeah, but we put an asterisk in now because. Oh, you do. Wow. We don't want, we want to be able to advertise, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So wait, if they're searching for you, do they put how see how see and it'll pop up? How see it'll pop up. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or you could type out the whole thing because we have it in some of the you know tags too. We'll probably just put a link. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just put a link, you guys. Make you it just, easy. You can just click the button. It's fine. Um, okay. Thank you so much for sharing all those details, all those personal things, making us laugh. I feel like I learned us about your so much. For having me. Yeah. yeah, I learned so much about my sister today. Like. Squirting all over. Jeez. Squirting all over the world. (laughs) Thank you so much. And um, hopefully you feel the same way because we feel like we're best friends now. I do. Yeah, I love you guys. You're great. I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Because we love them what we do without a doubt. So we want to thank you for taking the time. So here we go. We busting, we busting around. This is our podcast. We're here to stay. My name is Kayla. This is Stacy K. Okay, that. Uh, I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there? Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing you the rap anymore. Did here first. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about. Hey ho. Uh.